What does the Bible say about cryptocurrency? What does the Bible say about legalization of marijuana? Like, like it may not say crypto, like it may not say blockchain in the Bible, but like in some way it's going to get down to the heart of the matter. I guess what, I, what I'm trying to say is not to say like, oh, don't trust your pastor. <laughs> that would be the worst thing to say in the yeah, first no, episode. No, not like, at all. Listen to us, not your pastors. What, what I'm trying to say is like, I think it's it's hard as Christians when we're always talking about, oh, my pastor said this, my pastor said this, I read this in some Christian book. I think a lot of times we need to train, train ourselves or sometimes retrain ourselves to say, I, I read this in the Bible. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. In today's episode, episode zero, we're just going to do a quick introduction to what the podcast is all about and what you can expect as a listener. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Biblical Lens. Welcome to Biblical Lens. This is uh, episode zero. Uh, we're really excited to get started, uh, but I suppose before we get started, we should talk about who is on the other end of this microphone so you guys get kind of an understanding of who we are and what kind of idiots you might be listening to for the Definitely near future. Definitely donkeys that you're going to be listening to for sure. Donkeys yeah. all the way. So to my left is the most <laughs> superb co-host uh, who has the most amazing beard, and that is uh, Nolan. Nolan, who are you? Who am I? Uh, I am a 25-year-old uh, male, a white male that lives in the United States, so... Um, I'm already... Uh, so basically the problem. Part of the, Yeah, the problem. <laughs> uh, but I'm married to a Hispanic woman. Uh, her name is Kareen. Uh, we've been married for a year and a half now. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, about a year and a half now. Uh, we have a beautiful baby uh, who is nine months old. Um, I grew up in Indiana, uh, moved to Hawaii where I met you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to Bible college there. I um, spent six years getting a four-year degree so amazing uh you know you're really working with a a plus candidate for uh for a bible-based podcast <laughs> for a bible-based podcast but um, but i think it's yeah. important to know you have been to bible college i have been to bible college yeah. yeah um and basically like my love of god started uh kind of a journey for me to learn more about him um mm-hmm. in bible college and that's why I, I started going um and then i realized like it's also really helpful to know uh theology um, okay. you know, and so, uh, just generally, that's why I'm excited to do this podcast because I think as, uh, normal everyday Christians, just because you don't go to a Bible college doesn't mean that you can't also dive in and know everything about God. God is really willing to reveal himself to us. So I'm excited to start. I'm definitely excited for this podcast and to do it with one of my best friends. So yeah, uh, passing it over to you. Uh, who are you? Uh, a little bit about yourself. Where yeah. you come from? Uh, my name is Jesse. Um, I am 34 years old. I have a beautiful wife, two amazing children. Uh, I live near Austin, Texas. We both live near Austin, mm-hmm. Texas. And we come by way of Honolulu, Hawaii, where we spent quite some time and where we became such great friends. Um, but I uh, got saved at 24, radically saved by Jesus. Um, I was super into punk rock, heavy metal, a lot of drug and alcohol use. And God rescued me out of that. Um, and I started, you know, really reading the Bible, um, really loving Jesus and, and the way that he, I I was able to find him in his words. So, um, I'm a person who, um, lived for a really long time, I guess you could say in a nutshell, 
doing my own thing my own way. And so I have a real, a real passion for trying as hard as I can to do things God's way because it's just, I, I see so much benefit in it enjoy when when I do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a perfect person. Um, I am definitely a, a faulted, sinful person, um, but I'm just a person who um, is appreciative of Jesus every day. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. On a side note, um, I have tattoos. Um, I still play a little guitar yeah. uh, and a design stuff uh, for a tent making skill in, uh, you know, to make money and, yeah. and put a roof over the head mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that's what we do. I like that you uh, started off with your testimony. I uh, didn't start off necessarily. You did not. Uh, um, I think there's just not, uh, I think it's worthy to note that I think the reason why uh, me and you work kind of well together is I, I grew up in the Christian faith. Like mom and dad were definitely in the ministry all the time. I was a ministry kid. Good to point um, out. Yeah. And it's just, I come from that, from that background of like a kid that just grew up like, I must make the right choice because right. you know that's just who I am as a you know, as a Christian. Like right. uh, I live and die by the word of God, and, and just to have two different perspectives. You know, and I came from a heathen household. Yeah. <laughs> I had no understanding of God, you, and uh... <laughs> and I got saved as an adult. Yeah, more like a boy who could shave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it is always important to note that I'm 10 years older than you, so most things that I say will be right, we'll be right. in comparison right. to what you say in this <laughs> <The wisdom>. podcast. <laughs> okay, so that's intros. We're Nolan and Jesse. We're your hosts for the foreseeable future. Um, and in this episode, we just want to kind of talk about what is a worldview um, you know, what, what is the whole idea of the podcast? Because the, the name of the podcast is Biblical Lens um, and really about like viewing the world like through the lens of the Bible. So Nolan, in your opinion, what is, what is a worldview? Yeah, um, I think we all grow up uh, with different worldviews. Uh, our, the culture that we grow up in, uh, grow up in the mom and dad that we, uh, or the lack of mother and father that we grow up with. Right. Um, all of those things compounding on, on one another creates a worldview. And I feel like a lot of times uh, Christianity and religion, um, just in general, have a large part to play in that. Uh, that's why many people are okay with saying, uh, no, you must cover yourself from head to toe in order okay. to, um, you know, be whatever, religiously correct. Okay. Um, you know, and to other people, they say, you're crazy if you're going to wear a burqa in, you know, 105 mm-hmm. degree weather. Um, it's all from where we come in our background that really shapes a worldview. Do you think it's all what comes from our background or upbringing? Or does it also have to do with the things that we interact with around us like every day? Does our worldview change, I guess? I, I think it could. I think that um, in order to change your worldview, it's a it's definitely a process. I, I, I think that it's hard to talk with somebody once and change your worldview right away. That's okay. why I think a lot of times you know, on Facebook and, you know, these other places where you interact with people maybe once in your life, Mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of people willing to change their minds. It's something that you say that will kind of seed itself in your heart and you really got to mull it over for a while. And I think that's why it's important as Christians for us to be open to the dialogue with other people, Um, even though it might not necessarily always be uh, something that you're going to change in your own personal life, mm-hmm. at least you're willing to talk with somebody about it. Right. Yeah, well, what do you think a worldview is? Well, I wrote down a textbook definition of course, because yeah. it makes me feel smarter than yeah. you. No, it's, um, it's true. Just in general. Yeah. So uh, I wrote, and, and I, you know, I wrote this down, but I, I feel like it, it kind of encapsulates my thought of a worldview, which is it's the framework in which you view everything in your life. And it, it's what helps you make sense of everything. So, whether it's conscious or subconscious, like everybody has some type of worldview to say you don't is ridiculous. 
if you are agnostic or atheist or Buddhist or a Christian, you have some sort of worldview and it's been shaped somehow, but it actually through that worldview, right? The, it dictates everything you, every, everything you do, everything you say, everything you believe it dictates like down to your actions and even your subconscious things that you're thinking, but not even sharing. I think a worldview even dictates those things. So I, I think it's interesting that you kind of brought up the idea of like, it's hard to change a worldview because I agree it is. Um, and I think it's cool to kind of investigate that idea, th- not just in this episode, but like in the whole podcast for its lifespan, um, because I was a person who had a worldview mm-hmm. pretty firm, right? Like at 24, I guess you, some people might say it's still a pretty moldable age. Mm-hmm. I was pretty locked into mine. Yeah. Um, and I got heavily shaken up by Jesus yeah. and all of a sudden I just have a radically different worldview. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's definitely worldviews can get rocked and changed. Um, uh, and I think for me, and this kind of brings up, but like one of the reasons I'm really excited about the podcast is I think that a lot of Christians might listen to this podcast, um, but there might possibly be like some unbelievers, like people who don't believe in God, the Bible, never been to church. Mm -hmm. They might listen to it maybe just to get an idea of like what the heck our worldview is as a Christian. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I think like, uh, you know, I, I work, um, for a pretty secular company and, uh, you know, a lot of times I'm interacting with my coworkers and I, and I have to play it very careful because the interactions that I have, I can't necessarily come out and just start being like, do you, you know, do you want to know about Jesus Christ? Like, let me tell you about how he saved your life, changed your life. Cause people start to get kind of real standoffish and like, sure. I don't want your gospel. And so I think it's, it's important for us as Christians to, and this is what we're kind of going to go into in the podcast is just, um, you know, be, able to talk with others and have dialogue with others about what they believe mm. without having to feel like it's an affront to our Christianity. Right. Um, and also be able to, you know, um, clearly explain what we believe sure. in a way that they can understand it and not only understand, but they can take it into their hearts and their minds and think about it for mm. days to come, weeks to come, years to come as that kind of grain of truth right. that's kind of taking root in their heart. and. And, you know, that's why it's like I said, it, it doesn't, I, I really don't think that you can change your worldview overnight unless you're like one of those, you know, one in 1,000 Christians that are sure. just like, yep, I heard about Jesus one time, changed my life, Bam. you know, first day, yeah, left, you know, drugs, sex, everything, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's just like, you know, it definitely is another thing that I'm really excited about this podcast. We're just like confessing what we're excited about is like the idea of uh, exploring the worldview mm-hmm. because, I, and I hope you're getting this so far, like as you're listening to this, whoever's out there, like we are at times going to be working things out as we talk. Mm-hmm. Like some things we've, we've put the thought work in, but you're probably going to hear us a lot of times putting the thought work in right here, right now. And I think it's, hopefully going to be encouraging for people to hear and listen to others not necessarily have all the answers. I feel like we live kind of in a culture where it's like, if you don't have all the answers and your worldview worked out, Mm -hmm. then you are like, you're an idiot. You're foolish for that. And that almost makes me want to lie about the fact that I don't have my worldview all worked out. Like (laughs) I want to put the facade on like, nope, I know, I know it all, but it does require the thought work. So whether you are commuting in your car or like, you know, popping the podcast in like at a coffee shop or something. This is just a time to chew on things and like try to distill it down and understand how we might look at it through a biblical worldview, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. So that being said, I just said biblical worldview. Like we talked about what a worldview is. What 
what is the difference, would you say, between like a worldview and then what is the biblical worldview? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's hard to kind of define. Uh, I would say it just comes down to really like what, what's in the title itself. So a biblical okay. worldview is a worldview that is defined and shaped by the Bible, okay. um, and not I and I would make a very good distinction between uh, what is defined and shaped by your pastor or your denomination, cool. and what is defined and shaped by actual scripture. So right. a lot of times we have uh, pastors or uh, or churches that you know they have their own kind of you know worldview and you know way to, okay. but then like you can hold some stuff up to the Bible, or you can like look through like. I guess what I what I'm trying to say is not to say like oh don't trust your pastor. What I'm to say is, <laughs> that would be the worst thing to say in the yeah, first no, episode. No, not like, at all. Listen to us, <laughs> not your pastors. What, what I'm trying to say is like I think it's it's hard as Christians when we're always talking about oh my pastor said this, my pastor said this. I read this in some Christian book. I think a lot of times we need to tra- train ourselves or sometimes retrain ourselves to say. I read this in the Bible. Right. Like this is the scripture that I'm pulling my knowledge off of. This is the you know the the direct verse that I'm pulling this out of. Sure. Instead of oh well, my pastor just told me this, so I'm going to regurgitate that information. Right. So I, I think that's where we got to define the biblical worldview versus just a a worldview. Yeah, I think that's I totally agree. Like a biblical worldview is like the foundation of everything that we do is the Bible. Like the answer is there, right? Like I'm going to go real cheesy, old school, like junior high youth ministry right now, like. It's the B-I-B-L-E, right? It's like the basic instructions before leaving earth. We all love and hate that saying, but it's kind of true, right? Like everything that's in there and you can throw anything you want. Like what does the Bible say about cryptocurrency? What does the Bible say about legalization of marijuana? Like like, it may not say crypto, like it may not say blockchain in the Bible, but like in some way it's going to get down to the heart of the matter. And that's how I think we're able in 2019, as this podcast is starting, mm-hmm. to have a biblical worldview. It's not archaic. Yeah. It has to do with everything that runs through our heart. And that's the first way it interacts, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. okay, so like a biblical worldview, everything has to go through the Bible. And I, a common phrase, and I wrote this down, I think it's important to bring up, is like, if you've, if you've been in church more than two days, you've probably heard the phrase, in the world but not of it, right? Yeah. And I think that's kind of like the idea of a biblical worldview is we want to be people who are not ostracizing ourselves or you know doing like the monastic movement, like the monks. It's a big word for like yeah. monks <laughs> yeah. living in a building out in the middle of nowhere and just saying we need to be separate from everybody. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be in the world, but not completely influenced by the world continue to be influenced by god right so well and i mean i think like a good a good question for you would be you know how does that how do we do that especially as people who are so uh our world is so information driven now and Mm -hmm. like every every single time you open up your phone it's like you know oh this is this and this is this and okay how do i weed out what is good what is not um you know how does that I don't know. How do you do that for yourself when you see something come up and that that challenges your worldview, or that challenges your biblical worldview? Um, you know, what what filters do you use to weed that out? Well, when I, I think like the the thing that is important, personally, this is my opinion, is like um, it's easy to say right here, right now, where we're podcasting, the Bible is the foundation of everything, mm-hmm. and tomorrow to walk out of my door 
and be confronted with some sort of challenge, some sort of um, me questioning something, having a doubt in my worldview or my belief, and then trying to solve just right there on my own, right? Versus, um, and I, I think uh, I think old dudes are better at this than young dudes <laughs> and like older than us yeah, here in yeah. this room of actually contemplating and thinking things through before they speak. Mm-hmm. Like I know some really wise guys yeah. who, hey, wise guys, right? Wise like, guys. Some really wise guys who like are able to like, you're, you can ask them a question and they will stop and think for a whole minute and a half and just have this awkward silence thing, mm-hmm. but they're okay with it. Like that, that's a filter. Mm-hmm. Silence and patience and contemplating, I think, is a filter because they're thinking, they're running through what their knowledge is of the Bible before they spew out mm-hmm. some sort of answer. So mm-hmm. that's, that's not the type of man that I am. It's the type of man that I want to be, mm-hmm. that I'm trying to be. So um, that's, that, I, that's at least, I hope that, does that answer? Yeah, no, I, I like that. I mean, I think a lot of times, and, and this just goes back to what we were originally saying, like, in this podcast, we are not <coughs> podcast. Uh, in this podcast, we're not, uh, you know, we're not necessarily talking through and saying like, oh yeah, like here's the the definitive answer on right. this topic. Here's the definitive answer on uh, sex. Like you know, as a Christian, right. don't do it. It's a, it's from the devil. You know, um, pits no, of hell. Just joking. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> even know, after like, you're married, even after you're married, just you, kidding. You just don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. I, I think it's it's important to note that like you know we don't we don't have all the answers and I think that there's gonna be there's gonna come a, to- a, a topic that we're gonna talk about that's just gonna be like we don't we don't necessarily know uh, the definitive like answer on this topic we right. can give you the the pros and the cons we can right. give you the goods and the bads now there are certain topics that we probably can say like this is the definitive answer of, of how we should view this topic but, cheese you know i give you that i can give you the absolute answer on cheese yeah exactly jesus like, is for jesus cheese is for cheese jesus all the, is the bread of life like you know <laughs> and, and that works with cheese jesus uh, is all about <laughs> charcuterie boards but yeah <laughs> Um, but I, I think like that's that's really where we want to use this kind of medium as a way of sometimes just pausing and really thinking about you know what we what we should believe and why we should believe it. So. And we are going to as much as possible because this is a, a podcast about a biblical oh my gosh a biblical worldview. That's a really hard word to say. Well, it is. And you know, we a biblical lens. Biblical maybe, yeah. lens <laughs> is we named our podcast a really hard thing to say. Um, we're gonna try to bring it back to scripture as much as possible, and then use that scripture to disseminate the topic that we are currently yeah. like having a conversation about. For instance, like just what is a biblical worldview? I would I'm gonna throw Romans twelve two out. It says like don't be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you may prove what the will of God is, that everything that's good and acceptable and perfect, right? Like that scripture sticks out, like be in the world, not of it. Have your mind renewed. But but like Paul is not saying in Romans 12, have your mind renewed and then bounce, like jump up, yeah. you know, to be in heaven right away so you're not tainted. He says, stay where you're at and wait on the water without sinking, yeah. right? Yeah, and um, I mean, John 17, 14 through 16 says, I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. You know, I think uh, as as we've seen, like the idea of in the world, but not of the world, a lot of times is taken from this verse here. Right. Um, it's not ex- like specifically stated right there, but the uh, like as far as like word for word. Sure. But the the concept is you know that we are not of this world, and and so as Christians, when we interact with the world, I think a good thing to note is that as we're going through this, uh, and if, if 
for people that are listening at home, like if you do decide to have dialogues with others, um, like coworkers, family members about certain topics that we're going to be talking about, you know, you're not always going to be received with an understanding like, hmm, yes, uh, you know, that, that makes sense. Like we're going to agree with that. And I think for you, Jesse, like you've had conversations with your family um, where it has kind of turned out as logical and as, as fact driven as you are, you've mm-hmm. had conversations with your family that have gone from just like an, a great night of talking and, and laughing to yeah. just a night where they feel like they're being attacked or violated in some way yeah. simply because you're naming, bringing up the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, it, it does happen, you know, and, and I think the danger in that is, you know, to kind of bounce off what you're saying is we are in the world, not of the world, but what if you start taking on water, right? Like what if the world starts coming into the boat? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, you know, metaphorically speaking, like we're trying to bail out, but the boat is slowly being filled. Like, so the, I guess like my, my thing is like, so what do we do when our biblical worldview starts getting diluted? Like, can it get diluted? Like, is it, is it like sure and safe and protected always? Or is this something we have to constantly work towards? Mm-hmm. And I, th- you know, when you think about a boat, there's actually always a little bit of water that seeps into a boat. They take in a, they take it into account mm-hmm. when building the boat and they know that that's going to be a thing. So it's impossible to actually make something watertight. Mm-hmm. So like our biblical worldview may not be 100% watertight at all times. And that's why we have to be on guard mm-hmm. and ready to kind of bail things out, kind of disseminate what's good and what's right and what's not and kind of kick it out. Um, Some people might, from the outside looking in, you might say, oh, that sounds really like single-minded or like one-track-minded. But at the same time, we are doing the thought work into each individual thing that comes into our worldview to disrupt it and deciding whether it belongs in the boat or out of the boat. I think that's... So, um, I mean, what are some of the ways like we're in danger of right now of our worldview getting diluted? Well, I think like, and, and something that we don't necessarily always think about is, uh, you know, our worldview will be challenged. There's not, always. there's not that, that we're never going to be safe from, if you're going to be safe, you might as well just, you know, pretty much join a cult because that's where it's like, Hey, we're, you know, you're not going to be challenged in, in a, in a cult. And that's why cults are bad because when you, when you have a cult, you, you don't have the opportunity for a conversation and dialogue to happen that can change and shift. It's just like you follow this or you, you, you know, are that and you usually drink arsenic punch exactly. out in the, of the and, desert. And that's, that's also, why also they're not a great thing. <laughs> but I mean, it's like it, for us, like as Christians, just understanding that your, your worldview will be challenged. That's not a bad thing. Right. Um, but having those people that you can go to, that you trust, that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can share that same dialogue with, um, you know, for me, a lot of times it ends up being an older, an older person or, or even like, I'll, and when I have a good conversation with somebody, I come back to you, like just my accountability partners, right. um, my mentors. And I say like, Hey, I had this conversation with this person regarding this topic. Um, what do you think about it? And a lot of times if my worldview is being challenged in an, uh, in an unhealthy way, mm-hmm. having those other people be like, well, did you think about this? Or, you know, did they bring up this? Or did you talk about this? And, and realizing like, Oh, I didn't think about the other side of the conversation. I was sure. so in, enwrapped into what they were saying that I didn't see the other side of the conversation. And I think that is good. I think also um, trying to find in the Bible, like where, uh, like 
topics that they're bringing up. You know, if they're right. talking about homosexuality and they're like, oh, you know, it's it's it, it wasn't actually this or whatever. They're they're saying something that does, doesn't line up with the Bible. If I take it right back to the Bible and I look for those topics, right? You know, if it's a biblical topic. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are like kind of pressing in on the boat, so to speak. You know, whether it's like TV, movies, magazines, books, everything. Everything that you take in, that you intake, is a form of information that seeks to transform your worldview in some way. And and I think it can it can be hard. It can be a lot of work when you're I'm reading like a just like a science fiction book, like really good science fiction book, like written in the fifties. As I'm reading it, I have to always be on guard, like, and I have to be thinking like, is this story really enjoyable? It's really really fun. Nothing here is challenging my worldview, is it? It's just science fiction. No, we're cool. We're gonna keep going. Awesome. There's lizards. There's all, I'm going to tell you about it later. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, but like, <laughs> but like everything, there's so many things that can challenge our worldview. And unless you are, as the Bible kind of says, like constantly on guard mm-hmm. and aware that these things are attempting to just slightly alter the way that you perceive things, you know, then they, they not everything, not everything is like Bobby Boucher's mom says, like, like it's from the devil, yeah. right? Like not everything has to be <laughs> yeah. that way. It can just be something that is fictional or fun or interesting it's not going to alter your worldview it's not going to change you but you know that that's not how you're going to believe so there can be like a like a stance you take like of soft defense there that's that cushions the blow and then forces everything back Mm -hmm. out i think so there's a lot of things that that do that but um you know kind of want to end the podcast and just kind of like as the pastors might say, land the plane. plane. Going to land this plane right now with the idea of why is it important for you, Nolan, as a 25-year-old, pardon me, uh, married man, like with a child living near Austin, Texas. Like why is it important for you to have a biblical lens that you look at things through? Yeah, um, I think that having a biblical lens... um, helps me like i said when i'm when i'm having conversations with uh my co-workers uh-huh. um and you know we're we're discussing certain topics um that you know i'm i'm constantly thinking about okay how, how can i bring jesus into this conversation right um you know what what is what is what is an appropriate time to talk about jesus or you know and having that having that worldview also, just it helps me to understand how uh, how Christ would live in in day to day interactions. You know, a lot of times we see uh, you know in the Bible Jesus doing miracles. You know, uh, feeding five thousand people with you know three loaves and two fish. It's like you know that we also don't see that you know Jesus walked around for the majority of the day. Right. Like Jesus had conversations with people that weren't recorded. I mean, even in, in the New Testament itself, they say like you know if we were to write down everything that Jesus would have said there's not enough paper in the world to do that sure. you know and so for for me it's like i have to recognize that uh as a christian living with a with a biblical lens on my life everything that i do gets filtered through that so that you know some of the people there's a there's a, a phrase in christianity that's basically like you are the only bible that some people will ever will ever read right and it's like for my life i want to live my life as close to the bible as possible and put every interaction that i have through a lens of the Bible. So that way when I'm interacting with them, if they're seeing how I'm interacting, they're literally looking at my life and saying, 
oh, that is, that is the person that you worship. You are, you are acting like Jesus in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just want that to be my life so that at the end of the day, when I stand before my God, I can say, I, I lived the life that you would have lived, Jesus. Right. Um, and there are times that I fail, obviously. Obviously. Um, but you know, I want to do the best job that I can. And, and that just, once again, that comes through understanding what I believe and why I believe it. And right. I don't think I can, I can do that unless I, unless I live my life with a biblical lens over it. Yeah. So. I think for me, like I, like when I think of like, why, do, why does the biblical lens matter? Like, why is it so important to me? Um, I, I think number one, like, um, it's more glorifying to God that I would live my life in a way that's honoring to him. It's going to make much of him, right? Like, like, like Matthew five, like let your light so shine that, that people would see my good works and give glory to my father who's in heaven. It's important to me that I, I make Jesus really, really popular. Like that's important to me, but I, I think also like it's you know like um, boy I'm having like trouble like thinking what I'm trying to say right now. Like I think that like my testimony, like I want my testimony to be one of consistency, and I think that the world is super inconsistent. Like I think style is inconsistent, fashion is inconsistent, music and culture and art and the way that people like politics everything is inconsistent it's it's shifting sand yeah. and i i just i've noticed that like um people are way less impressed by people who jump around for shifting sand and i don't want people to be impressed by me but i want them to be impressed that god doesn't jump around on shifting sand yeah. and that his believers like his followers are following steadily consistently after mm-hmm. god and I just feel like moving targets suck. Like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. what kind of shooting competition? Like a, yeah. ba- a basketball hoop. You ever been to Chuck E. Cheese and oh, the yeah. hoop starts moving? Yeah. yeah. Like that's just such. <laughs> I the, just stop. I put the, the basketball word, down. I put, like forget it. I walk away. Right. Like I'm just like keep the tokens, uh, keep no. the tickets. I was having fun until you started doing something stupid. Yeah. Like it's just it ceases to be fun. And maybe it's fun in that context because yeah. it's supposed to be. But when all of a sudden it's like you're on the three-point line and it's like it's the shot to yeah. win the game and the basket starts Says moving movement, yeah. you freak out yeah. like what the heck with that yeah. like that's not even a thing so i just shifting sand moving targets suck yeah and god is consistent he's always been the same he's mm-hmm. the same yesterday today and forever and the more that people can see that even through flawed donkeys like us yeah. like you know hey people might not uh, agree with or approve of my biblical worldview yeah. But one of the best compliments I've ever gotten in my life is from an atheist friend of mine who said, I don't agree with what you believe, but you're super consistent in it because mm. I just mm. won't deviate from it. Yeah. And that's like a great compliment that I've received that I will always hold on to because even that friend of mine was able to see something respectable and desirable in me. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're so consistent in that. And so, um, I mean, ob- there's the obvious things like, biblical lenses are good for us they bring joy into our life but i think by sitting here and and talking it through and doing the thought work that hopefully like it makes us more consistent people Mm -hmm. that we can go out and show that to others so that's that's my hope i think and i think yeah i think i mean it's just it's good to start to have those conversations with with fellow christians as well i mean i think uh for for us i'm just excited to start having conversations that we've been having for the last few years we've been talking about doing this podcast just because you know we have these conversations and a lot of times it's just good to uh allow others to 
conversate with us and, and have the dialogue be more spread out and get other people's viewpoints and thoughts on it. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's yep. introduction that's to the Intro. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, make sure you check the show notes because we have some interesting links in there about what Christian worldviews are and some just some different articles you might be interested in reading. If you don't know how to check the show notes in your podcast app, you usually swipe up. That's not always the case. I just swipe left or right or find a button, but check the show notes. There's lots of good resources. We always want to make sure we're including useful resources for you because, you know, we don't want you to believe what we're saying. And we don't even necessarily want you to believe what these blog posts or videos are saying. We want it to encourage you and drive you towards the word um, so you can double check everything we're saying and and really like flesh out your biblical lens yourself. Yep. Any thoughts, Nolan, before we say goodbye? Nope. Love it. That's it. That's introduction. That's episode one. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Uh, Maybe subscribe and give us a review in whatever uh, podcast application you use. You better. Tell tell us where we failed. Yeah. You in this episode. And then... um, probably just cry in a corner yeah i will definitely cry in a corner it's gonna be hard how long do we do the outro for uh another 